0: So this is a bootleg episode of no deep shit. Um, we had some technical issues, so we're recording this all on an iPhone. Uh, but this is also something that has been rescheduled once already. And um, and we wanted to make sure that that something happened tonight. So I'm Ryan. We got Gabriel Wells here. Hi. And we have uh, Jonah Castillo of yes, Strange Joy fame, Easton Barber, uh, A slew of of super catchy bands. Alvin Texas. Alvin Texas. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't know that. You just started playing, or you just started a band with Derek called Finesse, right? Oh, tell
1: us about that. What's that like? Uh, Hardcore. Okay. Playing guitar for that. Oh, cool. Uh, Is Derek singing? Derek's playing bass. Oh, wow. This this is a front man. Uh, Reese Perez. Okay. He plays drums in Pity. Um, Yeah, super super fun band to play with uh it's got like groove parts but stuff the kids can like two step to, a lot of breakdowns Uh, honestly it's been super fucking hard to pinpoint what finesse sounds like and no one at any show we've played so far can tell us what we sound like so pretty cool i show up and play so the uh the live
0: footage that i've seen of it it does just sound like a you know, quote-unquote traditional hardcore band, just a straight-up hardcore band. Yeah. And I, I just say that because, like, like, Houston Hardcore is big and alive and well right now, and I feel like the general theme for a lot of the younger bands is, like, stuff that's on the nastier side that's just kind of, like, raw and Definitely. Um. And and a lot of it's, like, an amalgamation of a bunch of different parts put into a song,
1: you know? Yes.
0: Um. So, yeah. so finesse i mean all the bands you've done it stick out but but finesse and uh strange joy definitely do
1: those are definitely the two that it feels like whatever i've learned of the other bands i've done it's like oh cool like i finally know how to do a band yeah uh, man. And so that's a cool feeling uh but yeah finesse is like derek writes everything for it uh at least right now just means i you know, like, I'm a pretty busy guy in terms of, like, work and family life and stuff. But, yeah, that was, like, a big thing Derek wanted to go in with. It's like, yo, this is a hardcore band. Not a hardcore punk band or, like, a punk band or, like, some crust hardcore shit or, like, anything like that. He was like, it is a hardcore band. Capital H type shit. I was like, just about to say, like, to, Yeah, yeah. Like, a hardcore band. So... I know he's been pulling a lot of like influence from stuff like Down to Nothing and like uh I know he's been listening to the early Trapped Under Ice demo stuff and uh Reese's like stage presence is so good too. He like talks perfectly in the songs and has like an aggressive voice. Uh Jose plays in uh the other guitar player plays in uh that like metalcore band Cape uh yeah, cable that's like Super fucking good, dude. That band uh, really. Yeah, good. their song on that Demand a Future comp is the one right after Strange Joy's, yeah. and it's like so fucking sick. Uh, have yeah. you have you checked out that comp yet? Uh, it's fucking yeah.
0: good. Like, what, what is it?
1: It's uh, dem- it's what's well, what's it called? It's called "This City's Going to Kill Me." Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. And so, well, go ahead. It's just a Houston hardcore comp that Demand a Future did, and it's got like strange joys on there uh Mexican coke scourge the burden uh, uh, yeah juice boxes on there does it look kind of like this is Boston on LA Yeah, yeah 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 okay. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I saw
0: but bottom. but what he did is he had uh Joey re- record... He, every band recorded like a track or two live yeah, yeah. and that's what he used oh that's awesome man. so yeah so like for the burden it was fun because we we did the drag but like we had Dennis do like a spoken word intro part just to fuck with it. And and like my vocals were reported live and so it it sounded different. Uh Strange Roy did this song Ripper and it's so
1: fucking sick, dude. Fucking yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. It's a ripper. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the newest Strange Roy song that's been out, put out in over a year. Since the five tracks? Yeah, since five tracks. We got um uh we have an ep coming out later this year we're just trying to get artwork stuff squared away and then figure out a release date and all that but uh yeah it's been uh ripper came out That that's cool that was the the first song we've written that's not anything old so it's cool to be like working on new material putting that out i played guitar on it so like I did the solo and Sick. everything, and then our our buddy Chris Tune, he filled in on bass for uh, like just the live session, and yeah. yeah, Joey from Shock Treatment and Mexican Coke like killed it. And shout out Derek for putting it all together because really cool thing for the city to have right now, and he managed to get like all of the good bands, and I think that's a really cool time capsule to like yeah. have for the city right now for like this. Uh, generation of hardcore or whatever you want to call it that's just it it's a perfect time capsule because like snapshot
0: yeah. yeah yeah because it's got all these crazy bands tons i hadn't heard of before and then since kind of diving into that comp and some of those bands over the summer i realized there's there's another grip of other like super young hardcore bands yeah. that are like killing it right totally. now I just heard that band control
1: yeah or, i've not listening to them but it sounds
0: like hatebreed Oh, like, oh yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Like super young kids, you know. There's that band Path of Vengeance that just puts some stuff out too. You know. That's really good. I mean fucking uh that NRA band that's on the that oh, they're yeah. not a younger band, but on that comp, but it I think it's like Fern playing drums and one of the dudes from that band, uh, uh, uh they're called Bedlocked now, but they used to be called sprawl. Yeah, uh, oh my god, yeah.
2: Yeah, and uh <laughs>
1: is that hra NRA nra HRA. yeah just
0: that great band name
1: yeah so yeah. good too uh bozos is on that comp yep yeah uh yeah super super cool thing just for like i just don't remember there being anything like that for texas in general but like definitely not for fucking houston you know yeah. well and so i know i know that gabe really wanted to talk to you um uh,
0: but I was, you know, I work with you every day. Totally. I see you all the time. But but some stuff that had come so up you. So he doesn't really want to talk to you. No, the, no, like, no,
1: no. He's like, shut the fuck up.
0: That's not true at all. Huh. What I was thinking about is, so whenever I first met you, you were playing in Groundhog Day yeah. and Talking Forever. Yep. And while that's, that is, like, a dramatic departure from Strange Joy, it's also kind of not. Yeah, it's totally. Like, oh, my God, it. It feels like both of those. Well, especially Groundhog Day still felt kind of Dinosaur Junior. Yeah, and so does Strange Joy.
2: Did you? But play, you played guitar and sang in that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I think. I,
1: did you guys play here? We, yeah, we played yeah. here a few, quite a few times. I think that's um, all I guys here. And then we played the seven-year anniversary. Yes, at equal parts. Yes. Um, and that was still a weird, like COVIDy time. Yeah. Um. That and that was like the true like, last Groundhog Day show with that one, but, no, and, and that's kind of what I said, like, it feels like whatever I learned from doing, like, Talk Forever and then Groundhog Day 2, it's, uh, like, I was able to bring all that to Strange Joy, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been cool. Uh, yeah. It, so,
2: when I, I saw you guys, I saw you guys uh, first show over at, um, uh, Trip Six. Yeah. Right. And uh, oh my
0: God, that's right. With Love yeah. and Trash Max. Trash Max. Yeah. And, and yo, I booked uh, Strange Joy's first show.
2: That is true.
1: And I was, I was, <laughs> and, uh, and it was like the uh, two year anniversary of that. Like, oh, no bullshit. I think it might be today or, or like yesterday or something. twenty oh, okay. okay. yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. I remember, uh and I remember being pumped about it and hearing it. And I was like, oh, this is so great. And I was like, super. Well, I've been, like, grilling at drug church for about, like, it's too long now, like, four or five yeah. years. And, and my problem is, is that, like, I just, like, get really into work and shit, <clears throat> don't go to shows, just Yo. work in my ass off 50, 60 hours a week. And I'm like, but I got this one album. over like yeah, I like Yeah, I like war cheer out. It's so good, church. though. It, it really is. Yeah. But uh, it reminded me of like the grittier, like earlier drug church, um, like when I first heard it, especially live, yeah, like performance. And what I mean by that is <clears throat> not just that band, but um, that always comes to mind because I listened to it so much. But that uh, like uh, just, I think what differentiates that from something like maybe because it's just like rock, it's like heavy rock yeah like straightforward rock and that's what i really like about seaweed and it's tried oh, it's hard to explain oh, yeah. to other people like what it is about it and i think one of the things is that you have to have a good drummer that hits hard like that's important you know also you can't be afraid of the bass you gotta be able to like turn the bass up and overdrive it a little bit totally and also like like harm like uh, the harmonics right or like the octre, or like a little bit of a melody line. But not too, uh, but not too sweet. Yeah. Where right? you're not like noodling. Right. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like it was all of those things. And I, I really dug it. And I, I was just listening to the five track thing. I listened to it a whole bunch when it came out. <clears throat> and, uh, I really dig that song Tarantula. What was recording that like, that, the five songs?
1: Uh, it was cool. Um, the drummer that used to, um, playing strange joy he wrote those songs musically okay uh and so i know he went in and like obviously like drummed on it but he played kind of like the baseline like rhythm guitar for everything and then uh the old guitar guitar player luke um he came in him and the current guitar or like the other guitar player uh jacob came in and like i sat in there with him and just kind of was like yo we need a stack Guitars here, because I think that's, like, one of the things you're saying, though, is, like, about... It's kind of, like, a hard thing to piece together the right way. is like, guitars just have to be so big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That, that was something, like, from the whole time. I was like, yo, guitars have to be fucking huge. Yeah. So, I think, <laughs> I think there's, like, parts of five tracks where there's, like, two tracks of rhythm, two tracks of, like, left-right rhythm. Right. Two tracks of, like, another guitar that, like, <laughs> sounds better, different, you know? Yeah,
2: it, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely a wall of sound. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> and you can hear, like I was
2: saying, like, because I, I that's what I was trying to do as I was listening to it. I was like, I recognize this, like, instantly. Yeah, Like, you know, it's, like, this, like, very niche kind of sound. That's, oh, it's, like, aspects of, like, the better parts of, like, My Bloody Valentine's, like, bass tone and stuff. Yeah. With, like, seaweed, with, you know, kind of, like, like, uh, Overdriven vocals, you know, a little bit, a little bit of overdrive on the bass, <clears throat> like twenty guitars, you know. Yeah. so it's it's definitely a thing. I I really dig it. You I know, like it a lot. Um, why, how do you think the uh, with the with the member changes? <clears throat> how do you think the
1: uh, uh, the new stuff is going to sound? Oh, uh, the new right, are you
2: guys still recording or stuff?
1: Yeah, well, like the the new stuff's done. Uh, we got a seven inch coming out on Corruption and Sunday Drive, and we wrote these four songs like when they were still in the band, um and they're different. It's like the first single we put out. That song E Wave, yeah, we yeah. re recorded that, and then it's three new songs. Oh, cool. Um, okay, yeah, and it man, it sounds really good. Jay Littleton, uh he plays in this band Fairweather uh, from DC, but he lives in Houston now. Uh, he records us, and he, that's like pretty much like his thing. Is he just like works and like hangs out and records bands? Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I think, I think
0: Ramsey learned a lot from him. Yes, band. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Jay, he's such a good engineer and like a good producer too. Uh, and uh, yeah, the the new stuff's cool because it's like it's definitely a departure from the five track stuff. Okay, but I think it's gonna be cool because you have these two very different but still similar eps in their own respective ways and uh yeah i'm excited for that and uh we actually just started working on like an lp uh writing for an lp with like the new members and stuff and so it's been it's been cool i, I think what's what's interesting about strange joy and
0: you had brought up drug, drug church and seaweed is that it is, it is, in a, whenever I hear it and I watch it, it's an incredibly emotional band, but it's not, so it's not emo at all, capital E, emo, and, and it's not hyper-masculine like a traditional hardcore band. Yeah. But I think of, it like, I believe it evokes the same emotions as, like, a drug church or a seaweed, but it's a hardcore band, you
2: well, know? Well, what's,
0: what's cool but about it's it, I think what, what it it's is,
2: like. For, for me, anyways, what you're talking about, right? Like, yeah. for the trigger. For me, I feel like it's um, <clears throat> it's a more... Not, not that other sounds are contrived, but they're just one thing. You know? Yeah. Like, I was always big on the idea that hardcore wasn't even really about the music. It was just like a conduit for energy. Totally. So, if you were really good at hardcore didn't really matter if you were good at guitar or not it was just like you could get a room yeah. to participate with you and do this crazy totally. thing like just buy into this huge like energy yes and create it it's, it's like it ramps itself up you know and yeah. that and so so that's one thing yeah right but but like with and this has like an aspect of that but the range of emotion is far greater totally. right so oh, like yeah, you're, yeah, uh, yeah. You're, sure. and, and what's cool about that is you can hear that like at the end of like like, tarantula, like you know, yeah, like yeah. It, it runs like a gauntlet of it, right? And <clears throat> to where it's like almost like spoken vocals, to and you can you can emphasize stuff. So there's dynamics there. And there's so oh, much. There's tons of I mean, it opens up. It opens up a door for like doing a lot more. You're not just this one trick conduit for energy thing anymore. Now there's like you know emotion or like hurt or regret or you know like whatever's going on.
0: There. No, for sure, for sure. <laughs> well, I, I, and just uh to to touch on that mo- a little bit more it's like the earlier stuff the the first album and what little i've heard of power pop that's yeah, a new ep yeah it's it's um it's still heavier on the punk side yeah, of things definitely it is but i could see i could see strange joy growing and developing into a more indie rock type thing or even just a more heavier hardcore thing and both
1: both sides make complete sense yeah Yeah. and i mean that's kind of been like the whole thing from the jump is just like we didn't want to pigeonhole ourselves like and and i mean this all started with like me and jonathan the old drummer like when we started jamming it was like i mean i I like i was like had a list of bands that i was like you know this is what i like. At least, like, in the terms of like, this is a band that could play like any fucking show and it's sick, like, fucked up, mm, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, like, Fiddlehead, I had Seaweed was like a reference on there, yeah. Uh, Culture Abuse, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. RIP, but like, like, uh, Culture Abuse was one, like, where they're fucking like. Playing back to school GM in 2018, 2019, like with fucking Power Trip, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 backtracking all these fucking, like, hard, like, actual fucking hardcore bands, <laughs> right, right. and then like they're getting up there and like fucking playing, like, doing their stuff. thing, yeah, yeah, and their it's crowd cool. still live totally. Them. Kids are like stage diving and stuff, and of course, you have like fucking Title Fight, and you have yeah. bands like that and stuff, and uh, that did the same shit, like, it's not like we're doing anything like revolutionary, but I mean, I don't think there's been a Houston band that. It's really no, and I, told I at least like the line that we are. Of course, Narrowhead is like playing hardcore shows. And you know, they did that tour with fucking Gay creeper and 200 stab wounds and exactly. stuff. Like yeah. Uh, but as far as like standalone frontman, it's got like the emotional shit behind it.
0: Well, like And I think well, that's and what I, makes for like a more hardcore type live show is the standalone frontman thing. Totally. It's it's a wild live show set to like like whenever you start saying other Houston bands, I start thinking like Muhammad Ali a little bit. Maybe. World, yeah. Yeah. Or even Black Congress.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know you compare
1: us to my look a lot. Yeah, like, fuck oh, my yeah. My re- yeah. yeah. favorite Eastman, by the yeah. re- way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. I'm dying on that hill. That, that, that's was, my favorite Texas band. Hampton. That was one of the first bands Ryan showed me when I started working at the shop to get into. And I mean, band were fucking rocks. The the his Jonah's vocals are, are so similar to Cliff's to
0: where yeah. it's like, they'll be like... There's tons of emotion in it. It's still hardcore, but there'll be, like, cracking in the vocal. Yeah, there'll, yeah, yeah. do oh, yeah. give it dynamic, Yeah. You know?
2: Well, and, and um, I think that's what makes, it, going back a little bit, that's what makes that, uh, like you were saying, it, it, it's not, what I like about that sound is that because there's so much room for you to be creative and do cool shit, it's not a pay-fine number. Totally. So there's not a bunch of people who do it. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? It's Like you said, it's like, God, it's like so much work get in there, layer these guitars, make them sound the way we want, make the bass sound the way we want. You know, it has to be huge. It yeah, has yeah. to be, you know, so, um, I, I, it's just real cool you guys are good. I appreciate yeah. that. I love, yeah, love yeah. it yeah. in Houston, I love seeing it. Um, uh, like I said, I'm a real sucker for it. I haven't been since I was a kid, and I think a lot of that came from liking bands like Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and all, a lot of indie rock, Archers of Loaf, all of that, like liking all of that in high school, but also like, being real into, like, Biohazard, Slayer, Machine you know, um, all, of the, all of this happening at the same time, and I was playing in this punk band, The Molested. Yeah. So it was, and and I had a big pompadour, and, like, glasses and creepers and shit. That was, like, 96, 97, so it was, like, it, it was just, like, I'll, I'll just take all the cool shit. I'll take all the stuff I like. You yeah. Know? And that's what bands like that make me sound like. It's, like, dude, just yeah. doing everything you like all at once. Totally. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: That's how it makes me feel. Love it. <laughs> oh yeah. Pretty so sick. are you guys playing Sit? Yeah, we're playing uh we're playing with Scowl and MS Paint and uh Military Gun and Juice Box. They just got added onto that show. Damn. Uh, what the, is that? At the uh the compound or the end um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's gonna be a big show. September 17th. Yeah, no, it's a big fucking show. Uh, yeah, no. And then we're playing with uh this one's probably, like, one of the more stoked gigs I've been for. We're playing with Restraining Order and gum. Oh, um, that looks tough as shit. And no, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, that. yeah. That's Is that a uh, rubber gloves? Uh, it's at um, the, I want to say, like, Southside Ballroom Bar. Okay. Oh. Like, so it's, like, not at the ballroom. It's at, like, the bar attached to it or something. Next like. to it. I, it's called the, uh, fuck, I was there this past
2: weekend. I went to see um, 200 ones, Fugitive Star World, and Fugitive, yeah. Hell, yeah. By the way, that show is was that at Southside Ballroom? Yes, and it was. there's a ton of fucking people. Oh, dude, and and dude, let me tell you something. I, I'm not too familiar, like, I, I don't keep up with a lot of metal anymore. And I was just like, oh, okay, two hundred seven. What was the other band called? Primal, Primal Gaze? Oh, Tribal Gaze. Tribal yeah, gaze.
1: dude, they're so Holy fucking good, fuck, dude. dude. That makes yeah, I was watching so them
2: good. so from the beginning of the show until the end of the show. I was like. What a fucking heavy-ass, bad fucking show. You know what I And mean? they're so yeah, tight, yeah. I, I just didn't realize lot. it was such a stacked line. No, Like, sure. there was no fluff. There was no cool shit. Like, every single one of those bands just ripped the whole way through
1: their set. So. Tribal Gay is also a Texas band. Shout out.
2: They're from uh, Dallas, they're, or what? Uh, They're from... I don't know. They all do but you know what? West. They're fucking roadie. I was over there by their roadie, and he was setting up, oh, and he goes... To, you know, he was not roadie, the merch guy. And he's okay. sitting there, blah, blah, blah. And he's like... Well, you know, I just don't really like like Houston. It's kind of a shithole. I go, well, you know, we don't really fucking like Dallas either. I just came up here for this fucking show. Dude, <laughs> it was like down here. I wanted to kick him in his fucking face. I had cowboy boots on, too. <laughs> <laughs> Jack slapped him right there, dude. Well, that's what I should do. To, I mean, I knew it, dude. That's what you do when some little fucker says something. He look like a bully for beating him up. Yeah. Slap him.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I learned that from you years ago, though. Yeah, Texas should... man test.
2: Yeah, exactly. Texas man test. Yeah, that's so good. We gave it to, uh, who was it? Fuck, yeah. At all costs. Oh yeah, 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 Singer of some other band that was popular from Texas. They just started playing shows again. Yeah, that's Water Under the Bridge. I yeah. shouldn't even
1: said that, but um, <laughs> he
2: he caught one of them.
1: Man, hard, hardcore is bringing everybody out of the fucking woodworks right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, it's like so popular. You're seeing if, if anybody that had a piece back in the days coming back for a fucking piece now.
0: But 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 it's 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 in, it's interesting that is happening, and I think it's like. You know, it's it's cats and art, uh, and me and Gabe's age range. They could like, oh, bet, cool. I just get my band back together and just play a show, and all these kids will be there. And that's not the case. Like nah, hardcore,
2: it, it's well, dude. Hardcore is not like fucking. You're not Michael Jackson. These kids no, don't know well, who the fuck you well, are. Well,
0: you not know. only that, but it's a youth movement. It's always been right. a youth movement. Yeah. So, like, so what's interesting and I think is cool about the. Houston hardcore scene right now that is fucking huge is they don't know who the hell 10 Crowns is or pride kills or, or will to live or die young. They, they don't, they don't know about that shit and they're doing their own thing, you know? And then whenever, you know, we were coming up, we were, well, you had probably seen them, but we were like checking out tread and, and, uh,
2: and the bands that came before us. Well, but it was definitely like its own thing because that was at the, that was just real time sensitive because in the late nineties, none of it was codified yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. You, for you, sure. Can, you can just have your own opinion on what punk was and what hardcore was. And like, like, there's a lot of weirdo shows. It's just like, you take it for granted. Now there's like a history of hardcore. There's 20 histories. of hardcore. There's 20 books about it. There's yeah. 10 documentaries about it. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it, it is very codified now. And, and like, everybody understands like how the bands were related and all that kind of shit. But yeah. it was not like that. It was like a weird acid trip in, like, the late 90s because you were like, oh, no, yeah, it makes perfect sense that I, you know, would would see Dinosaur Jr. playing with fucking, you know.
1: Some fucking heavy-ass band. Right, right. Or yeah, you Neil know, Young or fucking yeah. whatever, you know. And that like, shit it would,
0: really did happen. That was fucking crazy.
1: That was my first show. And I think you're seeing that now, though, because, like, now it's like less codified where where, like I I, like the kids are like genre doesn't exist yeah right like and you're seeing like like rap shows mixed with fucking like metalcore shows mixed with like a thrash band and then like you have like a band like fucking bozos on it too which is like they're like an actual screamo band like and uh like I, I definitely think that there's a really good I, I think whatever y'all like we're coming up in is it very similar to what kids are coming up in now. Mm. Especially like, like the way moshing is like popular, like it was back in like the late 90s, early two oh, thousands. That. like the way that uh you're seeing such a like resurgence in like hardcore. It means like there's resurgence in all of it, you know? Oh, hundred percent. And uh yeah, it uh it's cool to see. Uh it's cool to be a part of. Um uh, and I mean I definitely consider myself like one of the youngest old heads like that uh out of any of my friends. Like I'm always the like grumpy old man or fucking like whatever, but you're the link between like Yeah, yeah. you're the link,
0: the bridge, which is like yeah, super kind of huge. So I, I kinda wanna talk about that too, because okay, so whenever I first met you, you had Talking Forever and Groundhog Day. And since then You started your barber career. You met your fiance, Heather. Y'all started a family together. You have uh, your boy, Des, now. And that was all kind of happening while starting Strange Joy. Yeah. And so there's got to be something behind all that,
1: you know? Yeah. I mean, if you, like, look at any of the lyrical content of, like, five tracks, except for the song, Deny You, uh... Yeah, I mean, Leaves was, like the opener of it. And like that song is like directly about, like, it is 100% about having a child yeah. and like having a, f- a family, you know? Like the big line is like all good things come in three. And that's, that's like, right. That's right. Like yeah. me, Dez, and Heather. Yeah. And uh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's super sick. And it's always super fucking crazy to watch like kids like yell that shit back at <laughs> me at shows. Like it's so surreal. But it was like, I, like, Strange Stories started out like, it was it's so funny. It was like supposed to be like, oh, this is like a cool thing that we do like, you know, a few shows a year, like or whatever, like, and then of course like, which good problem to have, I guess, but like kids like really liked it and like Dude, the first show, like, like I, I'm thinking back on it and like, yeah,
0: like no music was out yet or like nothing. No, but the big like the, I think the biggest crowd of that night was was Strange Joy and I, yeah. maybe y'all were like opening or somewhere in the middle was like
1: second. So okay. like Searing Arrow was supposed to play. Yeah. And then Dennis just ended up DJing. Yes. yes. <laughs> DJ Dennis trauma. Yeah. But so
0: it was the it was the biggest crowd of the night. And it was like kids were waiting for that
1: shit. Yeah. Know? And I mean I'm sure a lot of that or like not a lot, but like a good amount of that was like yo, first show type, you know, shit. Which like everybody wants to see the first show. But like uh it's just been cool to see like Shout out Corruption and Ezra and Isaiah, of course, for, like, putting out five tracks first. Uh, and now Jonathan and Sunday Drive and everything. Like, we actually, uh, um, uh, uh, we, sorry, um, one-sided LPs came in today, uh, and they'll be out soon. Uh, I think pre-orders for that go up on Monday. Sunday, uh,
2: yeah. What is that? Uh,
1: Sunday so Drive and Corruption. Um, oh, yeah. So uh I was talking to Jonathan, and Isaiah today in like the group chat, and those will be up for pre-order, or I, I guess not even fucking pre-order because like they're in today. So like, so so it's gonna be a twelve-inch, uh, one-sided twelve-inch. Yeah, do you have them. Yeah, I don't have them yet, but they'll be in on the. They, Jonathan has them in San Antonio right now, and like Corruption, I think is doing like fifty. Um alternate covers of, like, the album artwork, which will be really cool. Yeah. I saw those today, and they look fucking sick. Uh, but, yeah, man, it, it's, like, it's cool to, like, I had this outlet of, like, it was, like, yo, I just want to, like, I, because in Groundhog Day and in Talking Forever, even though, like, Talking Forever was, like, a two vocalist, like, wannabe, Taking Back Sunday, fucking bullshit, whatever, Uh like a lot of those songs are like sadder songs and like way more emo type shit and like even though the groundhog day stuff is like more dinosaur junior kind of stuff like uh it, it, like those songs are incredibly sad if you like look at the lyrical content groundhog day? yeah oh, yeah and uh i i was like one night when i started this i was like if i'm gonna sing in this like I'm tired of like writing about sad shit all the time, yeah, and like I was like that shit's just like so heavy. I was like, I want to write about shit that's like positive, because like there was a ton of positive stuff going on in my in my in my life at the time, like new career, kid, fiance, like stuff was awesome. Uh, stuff's still awesome, and uh, yeah, it, it was cool to just be like, yo, I just want to write these songs about that, and it's been it's been really cool to see kids respond to it in a, in a way that's like uplifting and stuff some some kid told me that uh out our last show that Strange Joy is what he puts on when he gets drunk and I was like damn that's fucking wild dude like uh, <laughs> not what I would put on uh to fucking be partying too but it's well, cool well and it's yeah I mean I just think that there's you know there's just
2: like there's so much room for all that it's cool yeah you know, totally you know, and then for people to react to it it's uh the, you know, it's tricky. Like when people talk about, like, what do songs mean, right? And is, it, is it really what the artist was intended or is it how it lands? Like, and how does it sound to another generation? There's a good uh, interview with Bob Dylan like, where he says, What a song meant when I wrote it is not what it meant last night when I sang it. And it certainly isn't what it meant to the guy who was listening. Yeah, totally. No, 100%. And, and that's why, like,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll talk about lyrics all day long, but I, like, whenever it comes down to like, oh, what does this song mean or whatever? Yo, take it. What, yeah, whatever you want to do with it, however right. it affects you, cool, take 100%. it. I just, I know there's some shit that I uh felt compelled to write. Yes. A- and so, oh, I, as you were talking, I was thinking about S- Strange toy is more of a phenomenon than a band. Like, it really kind of came out the gate like that. Mm-hmm. And the last band that I fully witnessed go through that was Pride Kills. Pride Kills became from the from the jump more of a phenomenon than just a band. Like people wanted to see the the, the uh, first show because of the lineup, and people got really into what was growing around it and the live show and and the spectacle. And so, it's Strange Joy is completely different from Pride Kills. But it's a similar thing happening. It's a it's it's a similar effect. People want to be at the live show. Some shit is going to pop off. It's going to be raw. It's going to be
2: unhinged. Um, But it's on a completely different tip. Well, and it's not predictable. It's fresh. Yeah. Like people people want it. people want
1: Want to be a part of it, right? And I think it goes back though. Like that's where like the hardcore element of like strange joy comes into. You know, and and it's I I truly think this about strange joy, and it was like something that i uh i've always kept at the forefront when making any decision for strange joy it's like what like this is a, still a hardcore band that's just like not playing hardcore music you know right. what i mean and so it's like like the look the esthetic the like who we've been like who like i want to like play shows with and stuff like all that stuff and uh well it's kind of like you have all these positive aspects but then you have this freedom to do whatever
2: else you totally like to and, and for like opens the door
1: yeah and and i mean you'll see that like on the the new seven inch uh that's coming out hopefully yeah, I mean, i'm stoked man what's what's it called again it's called power pop power pop but yeah. hold on it's gonna be on an lp and you know that'll be on a seven inch power pop was on a seven inch and five tracks is Printed is pressed to a one sided 12 inch. Yo, yeah. shit. so so who put the who put both of those out? So Power Pop is Sunday Drive and Corruption, and they're both through Sunday Drive and Corruption think, records, yeah. Both San Antonio labels. Okay, uh, if someone wants to to order them, yeah. Like through, yeah. What, what's the pressing? Input? Uh, I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, but I imagine it's probably going to be like 10 bucks for the seven inch. Oh, no, 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 no. What's that? Uh, how many did you press? Oh, uh, 500 of each. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, it's super cool. This is the first thing that in any band I've ever been in that's had anything put on wax. Man, I'm a, uh, really excited. So, so, is it all one color for both? No, it's different colorways for, uh, I think he did like, I think with the the five track stuff, it's two hundred like clear with like red, white, and blue splatter, oh, and day. then uh, I think it's a hundred each of like red, white, and blue um, twelve inches. It looks sick with like the he sent us pictures of the layout and everything today, and like all the variants and stuff. And it just it looks awesome. I'm That's, super stoked. But, so, I it. need to order it like tonight, man. There's so much shit I got to order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just, no,
0: I mean it. It really is a good time for for the respective subcultures for
2: music and oh, gym. that's all yeah, but you can get them all on the website. Yeah,
1: yeah, you can get them all on the website, and like Strange Joy is going to put them up, and cool. we'll have like a link for all that shit on our pages and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's cool. It, it's it's cool. I had another thought, real quick, just
2: and it's it's only slightly related to uh. It's a, what do they call that a, a side story that's time-consuming no it's <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah unrelated story that's time-consuming no it, 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 it is related a little bit I, I just want to get it out there the uh interpreting lyrics yeah and okay, this was beautiful man so luke my friend uh luke bennett of pride kills fame and uh i don't know he does other bands but uh he came over. Is he still in Cop, Cop warmth, warmth. Is he still in Cop warmth? warmth? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I do yeah. know
1: Maybe. They're still a band? Yeah, yeah.
2: Damn.
0: Well, last I, last I heard. But man, Brian Jackson sang for that band. Really? Yeah,
2: for a little bit. Oh, it's really weird. Luke's yeah. been singing for for like three years. Oh, yeah, five five I mean, years. You know. Five years. Damn. I have a record they put out. Sick. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's, it's cool. Anyways, what I was getting at. Luke came over, he was offshore, he, he had been offshore for a while, he was so stoked to come to town, he was like, coming into town, and he's like, oh dude, is it, and I had showed him, hey dude, listen to this band, they're staying at the house, Who's conservative military in and, and he was like, oh my god, dude, that's really good, he's like, god, all the bands like that suck now, man, all the fucking boy bands suck, punk suck, you know, and I was like, yeah, but see, this band's really good, right, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I like it, and it was that song, Yard Hard, yeah, he's yeah. like, oh man, I want to talk to that guy about prison. <laughs> you know, about being in the yard, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Talking to the singer, and I was like, uh, oh, yeah, that, that's cool, you know? Because the whole song's about, like, working out. Yeah. Right? And yeah. yeah, they're, they're, like, working out in the yard. So, not not yard work, but I'm uh, sorry, I'm fucking up here, guys. No, it's just, uh, just it, it, getting it, yard hard, like work, working right, out. Right, like working out outside with what you yeah. got. bringing yeah. the water and just fucking yeah. get it. So, anyways. Burpees and shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah crunchiness. right? And so, um, by the way, Luke did not get real shredded in prison.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, anyways, you know, buddy he who's gonna like you know commiserate on the on the aspect of being yard hard, I suppose, with the singer, and he's gonna check him. So he comes over, Luke comes over, the whole band's there, we're all sitting around. He's, hey man, that song yard hard, you know, blah blah blah. Starts starts talking to the singer, and the singer's like. Yeah, he's like. So, where'd you do your time at? He's like, I didn't do any time. Yeah. He's like, Well, what are you talking about? This is yard hard. This is not going to prison. Like, no, I, I was. I'm in the. In the what was he, I was in the army, man. No, Mark, right. Mark, or whatever. He was in the military. Yeah, yeah. military. He, he was like, no, it's in the military, dude. And he's like, well, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, you know, I mean, like when you're on base, you're in the yard. Yeah. And yeah. then you have like military police and those are the guards. Yeah. And like, you're part of the government and you're there to protect and serve people who can't protect, who can't defend themselves. And that's your function. So you have to live up to what you're supposed to be doing. So you train hard. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it was, he wasn't being like ugly. No, no, was so it, just like. But he was just like, Luke goes, Oh, well, I think it's kind of like misconstrued. You know, people think, I think people think that song's about prison. <laughs> and he goes, It, it was so funny because it was like t- the same lyrics, but two different. A totally different of it. In, it yeah. interpretation of the lyrics, you know. And um, yeah, I, 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 I thought that was really good.
1: But yeah, man, all the
2: best lyrics are like well, because well,
1: and then he was explaining, it, yeah, he
2: was an ended shit. Yeah, he was explaining like where he was from and like what it meant, you know. Yeah. And it was kind of like no, this was about like the song's about training because it's your duty, yeah, because that's your function is to protect people who can't protect themselves. And I was just like, oh fuck, it's not from being a fucking criminal, yeah, you know. So that's funny, kind of kind of funny. Uh, so gold just very different tank, well, I mean, I mean, for, for
0: sure. So, so going back to how strange joy started and all the stuff that was happening at the time, all the beautiful things in your life that like, as a homie, I got to watch all this stuff happen and, and it was beautiful and, and great. How, how did that inform what you were going to do with strange joy in terms of like, yo, people are catching on. We're going to tour full time. We're going to do boom, bap, bap, to like, uh, we're just going to play a few shows a year. Like.
1: I mean, shit, dude. You know, like yeah, but it's for the pot, I, no, 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 for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, I just like you know how it is, like with oh, yeah. it's, like having a young child at home, like it's like different, like maybe for you because like you have like a, an adult child, or at least yeah. like a teenager child, you know. she's like, an adult. She's full blown. Yeah. She's going to college. She's eighteen. Oh, word. yeah. yeah. For, first good. day of college tomorrow. Nice. Congrats! Yeah, shout out, Catherine. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, how do you? walk the tightrope of both and it's like how do i make sure that i'm here and providing and like nourishing and like and like besides like all the duties that you have as a father it's like dude you only get those that time when they're little for dude it's like that and then they're they're gone they're like they're like they're they're not that they're not little humans right now but they're they're their own people what they want to see their friends and they like you know you're taking them to like sports or like whatever like school what they have their own clique like type even as like you know five six seven eight year olds like and so it was like how do i do all this and not miss that and like if i'm being candid like it's hard it's like so fucking hard well because i i think one thing you and i haven't talked about is like
0: as much as we want to deny it, be like yo i can walk away from this stuff anytime and just focus on my family like legit both sides need to get fed in some capacity yes. all three of us are lifers we're going to be doing some type of music i know you're not doing piss tests right now but game i'm game. not doing anything fuck this shit i don't you, even you like you said it. that you said that and you're going to you're going to you're going to pull up with something something's going to happen it's that going to is- happen i'll put my fuck fuck I'll,
1: I'll put money on it no, but 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 so but so but then it's also like Fuck being a lifer too though, because like I look around and I'm like I'm like I'm like how, how much of this shit is like worth like a hundred like missing out on time with like my kid and it's, it's such a it's such a weird dynamic. And
2: what's interesting is hearing the hearing your take on it, right? As a as a younger father with a yeah. younger child, right? Um for Me, I went through it. Um, I was the first guy to have a kid out of any dude, of my,
1: same out of any of my friends. Hey, shout like, out Josh. Josh, you're the only other motherfucker with a kid. People not know that like they could have kids,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was like I invented it. No, but no, I, I do remember. But that. We were, yeah, I, yeah. I had it. We had it. We had a, we, I, we had a t- child young, and it wasn't, um, uh, God bless, it was not planned, and so it was like pride kills. We're About to go on these big tours, we're about to do this. We're putting out this album on Thorpe Records. Oh, just kidding! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, now it's like I gotta do that. And I think that I just felt a lot of duty towards it. I, I don't know, it's what I was saying is interested hey, we, being a we, younger we, father. I think that that um, people are more open, and I'm saying like you, man, yeah, warping to the idea that I can do I it doesn't have to be ex- exclusive, I could do both. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think a lot more people make it work now. Like well, Ryan. You. Yeah. You know, I mean. Well, it, it takes an ass
0: ton of planning. And like what Jonah was talking about, I, I'm going to sit here and be real realistic because this is like some shit that Aaron would do to me. She's like, be real. You're still going to be doing the band stuff. You could talk about quitting and all yeah. you want. It's, it, so it's worth it, right? It's feeding something in me. I, I, I love doing it. But yeah, there's definitely tons of times where I'm
1: like, yo, what the, f- f- why Why am I doing this? Why am I going to essentially voluntarily putting yourself in stressful situations to, for what, you know? Right. And, and, and every situation is different where it's like, okay, bet the
0: promoters paying for the plane ticket, but you know what? It's spirit flight. So we're still going to have to pay out of pocket yeah. for this and that. And you know what I'm saying? Uh
1: but we gotta be real ultimately, it's worth it, or we we wouldn't be doing it, but like well, I what? would say that's like a thing that I've had to really come to grips with this year, and it's like obviously we went through some lineup changes stuff and like uh in the past year, and I broke my fucking ankle in November, and oh, like yeah, that I totally know. like that. sidelined I mean so much shit, obviously, like as my boss, you know like. Yeah. It fucked me. I was out of work for six weeks. So, like, dude, dude, going on a one-week tour for Strange Joy, like, fucks me for three weeks financially. Oh, and, yeah. and it just, like, from being out of the shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's, like, imagine how, like, six weeks out of the fucking shop. Dude, yeah. it wasn't until, like, June where I'm, like, oh, fuck. Cool. Like, I'm out from under the crushing weight of, like, whatever. And, yo, shout out Jonathan and Luke uh of formerly of strange Roy, but of trembler like they did set up that gofundme for me and i'm incredibly grateful for them because we would not have made it without that um and, but uh yeah it, it's like dude six weeks of no income and like living off of, like less than two thousand bucks like that i mean it's like hard for anybody but like and, like, dude, and I got fucking, like, COVID before my surgery, like, like, and, and like, Heather got fucking COVID, too, and it was just, like, it was a rough, rough, like, time, you know, uh, but, so, like, you're talking about, like, obviously, it's got to be worth it, like, so, like, all this year, it, like, hadn't felt worth it, yeah, like, where we were doing all this stuff, and I was, like, dude, like, what's the point, like, we're already getting, like, fill-ins for shit, and it's, like, not clicking like live and like that's like my biggest thing like for strange is like regardless of like if people are into it or like what it like like regardless of people like care about the music itself i would love for them to like go to a show and be like damn that's a good ass live band yeah 100 percent for sure and so all year until two weeks ago when we played the corruption Sunday Drive records uh, showcase in San Antonio, which looked like a crazy show. It was super sick, super fun. That was like the first show of this entire year where I, which like we have had a new drummer playing with us, uh, Ian, and we're playing with like three guitars right now. Uh, and uh, dude, three three guitars is a hot thing, dude. Right now. I, yeah, it is for sure. Uh, but if it works, it works. And I, I, yeah, so like it's cool. Uh, I mean, ultimately, it just comes down to, like, I don't want to kick anybody out of the band or anything, like, because we got a good group of guys, and so it's just, like, yeah, it was easier to just be, like, yo, just play guitar for us instead of play drums for us, like, and, uh, well, Ian from, uh, this band Ritual, also AJ of Strange Choice, other band Ritual, uh, he filled in and he fucking killed it. Like, I knew immediately at practice, like, when we were running through the set, like, yo, sick. Yeah. And uh yeah, sure enough we played like San Antonio on Friday, we played Houston on Sunday with ankle biter and like those were the two shows in the last year that I've been like fulfilled in. So it's like, dude, I mean, there's like a point where it was like what what is this fulfilling me at all, yeah. you know? And so it's like the checks and balances of like all that stuff and like you said it's so much fucking planning and yeah, dude, it's like You have to be so strategical, and you have to like turn down stuff that you wish you could do. And like, dude, because like, I mean, we're not like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I can relate to you on like, you're like, yo, we're putting out records, we're fixing all these big tours and stuff, dude. If if I did not have Desmond, Strange Ray would have probably done two full US's already, and like, easily, easily, one hundred percent, and it would be chill and everything but i would not take that over daz any day. Well right, right like, and you, and and i mean it gets it's like a slippery slope if you
2: start being like oh what if. Totally. What if right. And yeah. and it's kind of like um what was what what i what i found really difficult about it was it's easy to fucking be some fucking chump with a fucking you know a drug problem and a 500 a week a month fucking a Apartment to tell me that I'm a fucking sellout, dude. That's yeah, easy. Yeah, it's easy sure. to armchair yeah. shit. You know, yeah. like when you, when you uh, when you wouldn't last fucking thirty minutes on a production line, dude, offshore or fucking on a tour or fucking with my ex wife, you wouldn't you wouldn't last through any of that, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like like it, it, I f- I fell I definitely disconnected from it. I totally think. and I, I was feel like it's I'm not like
1: these. I'm not like these people. Yes, you know, I feel disconnected and, anytime I'm in a
2: room with my peers. Yeah, you know, and, and, and so and it comes comes to be kind of like I use the term chase a dragon, but it's kind of like you remember what it used to be like, and you don't get anymore, so you chase it. Let's um, use a little a little drug reference, um, yeah, but uh, that's a meth reference, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I think it could be cocaine too, right? Okay, chasing dragon. Well, it's anytime yeah. like when you do like a big something. Or and you're like, sneak. this is the best thing ever. And then the rest of the night, it's not going to be as bad, uh, Yeah, You're know, yeah. keep doing it to yeah, try that, to kill it.
1: You're tr- always trying to catch that high, you know? Yeah. But then the high just changes. Because, right, like, right. for me, it's like, yo, like, well, what, it's like being a good dad for days, And, like, I didn't have that shit growing up. What, what so what what it's happened? like, that's yeah. my dragon you're that right. I'm chasing. You know, it's like, how am I the best fucking dad, whatever. And, like, as long as, like, I know that our live show is, like, good. And, like, I'm, like, sick then I'm fulfilled in that aspect and like whatever happens yeah. this strange joy fucking people a million people could care about it 10 people could care about it I don't care because like at least I know we're a good live band you know but yeah dude the dragon just chases or changes and like I'm just chasing like how do I just be a good dad and how do I be like a good like fiance to Heather and a good like Leader in my house and like all this stuff, you know, all the shit that makes you feel so detached from your peers, where you're like not. And, and you know, and, 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 and like,
2: ironically, that's like the that's like the fulfilled life, that totally. like actualized self is when you're like able to to be secure enough in what you do that it's like it doesn't matter what armchair quarterback kid says. I I know who the fuck I am. No, yeah, totally. You know, I I took my time. I made choices because I had a duty to other people yeah. and to not, you know, and I'm, of course i fucked stuff up here and there, but it was like, you know, you make, you make decisions like you said, yeah. like, like, because it's the right thing to do or out of duty or out of like, this is what I'm, and you know, hardcore has, to, it has to find its place in that. In totally. Your life, in your life. You don't have to find a place in hardcore. Absolutely. That's and, perfectly said. 100%. And, and at the whole time you, were- and, and, and you know, I'm sorry. I was getting to the point where I was just like, fuck this shit. This is all a waste of time. It is only Chasing the Dragon with Hardcore. Nice. I'm just going to end up being a bitter old dude, fucking start fights with kids. You know, that's fucking dumb. So, or just standing in the back, just being a weird old dude, which is whatever. That shit. That's you know, cute. that's not that's a lot funny. of fun either. But yeah. um, uh, <laughs> they, they, what really changed for me was hosting The Boys, the conservative yeah. military image. It was just kind of like, oh, it was like I've been being gaslit for 10 years. I was like, no, there was, like, a time when, yeah. like, this kind of music was big and people knew who they were and people knew who all these records fucking are and yeah. shit, like, you know what I mean? So it was kind of a, it just really gave me, like, a breath of fresh air. And nice. it, I, mean, I can feel that, you know, I can feel that, like, you'll get it every now and then to where you're like, oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm not just, like, fucking lost in my thoughts or, like, you know, like going on to early onset dementia and like thinking shit was what it wasn't, you know? Yeah. Well, so I was
0: thinking whenever y'all were, y'all were talking earlier and the family stuff happened. uh, uh, You had Kathleen and it was sort of like a Catherine, Catherine. Sorry. You had Catherine and it was sort of like a fuck, fuck this record, fuck all these plans. Right. Uh, But like the, what ended up happening is it was like buckle down, buy a house, get real job, that kind of shit. Sure. Yeah, but you ended up still doing the Thorpe record deep in the heart. Yeah, and the lyrics to that—the lyrics about about family, about uh, yeah. you know coming home to your loved ones and just just wanting to be with them—hit home for me so much, and it, and it resonated with me especially whenever I started having a family of my own, and and I, I arguably
2: became way more important than any other. That, that's that really. It's years. really interesting to hear that because that actually ended up being a tragedy because that totally fucked that family up, like personally, all my my pole, you know, um, and and a lot of my life for like several years after that. I was really lucky I met mine, yeah. That yeah. was really not <laughs> anywhere good. So, um, it's funny how that affects people because you don't think of it like that, like when you're writing. You no, know for I mean? sure, but but
0: okay, so I. I became a frontman because I always liked writing, I always liked yeah. writing poetry and stuff like that. Before that I was mostly playing bass in bands. And so I was like whatever it'll it'll give me more chances and opportunities to write the weirdo stuff that makes sense in my head. But the first time years down the line I I heard a kid talk about how important one of the random songs was to me, I was like Oh, shit. And the way that he interpreted it was yeah. was not what I was thinking at all at the time yeah, when yeah. writing it. Uh, helped me out a lot at the time and, and motivated me to not, not keep writing for some selfless reason, but it was just like, oh, fuck, cool. I'm not just screaming at a wall.
2: I can keep on yeah. like doing this, you know? Sure. Yeah, and then it's, uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, like, meaning there's there's a lot to it, right? And uh, a lot can can come through. Like, uh, in that song, uh, in that song Leaves, like, when it kind of comes up, like, in the middle, like, comes up, like, it goes up an octave, it's, it's this really cool, uh, it's hard, it's hard to explain, that, that's almost like a, like, a, like, a a real, like, emotional, um, like, lift, it's, like, it almost hits you sideways, you're not ready for it, um, yeah, I mean music music can do a lot. Music can do so much and like we were talking about before, it can mean stuff to people, you know, far beyond like what you even remember. Yeah. You know, like so like like you'll tell me about like lyrics like from a song on that album. It's like fuck, I haven't even thought about that maybe maybe a couple of years, you know. And yeah. And I remember like what it was like. I was working on I was working in the Black Sea on a fucking pipeline play vessel. It was a tiny little boat. It wasn't even a pipeline vessel, it was large that they Fabricated into a pipeline vessel. It was tiny. It was like a trash bar. You see on the Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. And we were in the Black Sea in December. And I was like, fucking, like, just... Arco's jukebox had just come out before Apple, iPhone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apple things. So it was the first MP3 players. And so I had all the Crowbar records, all the Elliott Smith records, fucking... Yeah, it was uh, like, times. Yeah, dude, yeah, hell yeah. Nothing and it was and and, funny,
1: and, Jesus Christ. And I was oh,
2: jumped over more jumped <laughs> overboard, dude. Listen, I was working nights. And uh, I was working nights. And I was just in my head a lot. I was just I looking at a lot of pro Oh dude, and I would I was like just looking out at the Black Sea, like I should just do it. I, do it. <laughs> I had I had these uh, I had these guys that were the the uh, they were welder helpers, but they had made them come work for me because yeah. I didn't need them as welders. And it was Hassan and someone else, and they were both like just these old Turkish dudes, and like they they weren't into like none of that shit. And I would like be sitting there like just like, <sighs> and they were like. Please start now. <laughs> like, they fucking edited, But, and then, uh, Elliot Smith fucking killed himself.
1: Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. stabbed himself. 15, yeah, like, yeah. 15 times. I was like, I was like 21
2: years old. God, dude, that was, yeah, it was rough, bro. Yeah. That I mean, rough. but, and you know what was going on, dude, like fucking, um, me, me and Sarah, uh, me and my ex had had like a, like a bump in the road. Yeah. So we weren't sure what was going on. Like, we were gonna, we didn't have Catherine yet. Yeah. Uh, oh. We were talking about maybe. I was like, I'm gonna get my own place, and uh, then I was going offshore. So it was kind of like this, like separation, and like, it, yeah, it was real. It was real emo. Think back on it; it was pretty nasty, dude. I had the soundtrack and everything. Yeah, and and, and and so and so like writing like writing songs about being away at work and like wanting to be home and missing people and like on the a, on. A, on the backside of like a relationship that you weren't sure was ever gonna like continue it was yeah. just fucking yeah
0: but that's why like it became more of an impactful record it was still like you had life of hate and then life of hate blew up right and so they're like what are they gonna do do next and you have this hard hardcore album about family and uncertainty and, yeah. and death and tragedy yeah and, and all the things yeah. And like, like Jonah, you talking about like, well, is this really worth it? Like, I, I think or I judge it's because it's it's something that I think a lot a lot about is like, OK, well, I just get the opportunity to be more calculated about the shows that I play. So they're going to mean more totally and making yeah. them making, making it matter yeah right? making totally. it fucking matter yeah and because yeah. for me to get out here for Joy to get out here i'm missing time with my family I mean, ex-
1: even to do this right no
0: 100 so it's it's gotta it's gotta matter it's yeah. gotta be impactful
2: yes well that was like making this happen even though there weren't any xlr cables tonight yeah <laughs> no i'm serious well, and I and, mean, I, I mean, like we did. We, oh we no, did. yeah, 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 for sure. Know. Like,
0: still making sure that that we got something out of it because I was like, well, I feel like my
1: my quality of life is better for having participated in this. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, same. same. Yeah. I mean, there I feel really, yeah, really grateful to be on it. But yeah, you're 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 right. It makes you it makes you surgical. Yeah, like yeah. there's yeah. no room for Very precision. Anything else like other than like, dude, like. I mean, obviously, I'm here doing this, and, like, Strange Joy hasn't practiced this summer because Jacob's been on tour with Ankle Biter. Uh, and but you're up. missing out on family dinner. Yeah, it's, yeah, know, totally. But, yeah. but I don't do shit else. Yeah, Like, I, I mean, like, it, it's, it, nah, that's not that's obviously, that's, like, a very broad statement. But, like, the majority of time that I do other things that are not Strange Joy related mm-hmm. or, like, Work related shit that like actually matters is very slim to them, yeah. And like, and if and if I'm doing anything like on the weekends, it's like almost always with that, yeah. Like, and you know, shout out, I have a great mom that like will help us out with Dez on the weekends every now and then, and to give us like a weekend to go hang out or whatever, take a vacation or but it's like, yeah, dude, you become surgical, you like with how you're planning tours, how you're like, and you learn from each time you go out too, so it's like. This year we did that, like, tour through, like, the Southeast for a week. And, uh, yeah, like, re- like looking back, like, those shows were cool, and Slug, we- like, we went out with Slug, uh, from Cleveland, shout out DGR, shout out Slug, shout out all those bands, uh, from the Columbus, like, Cleveland, I mean, Ohio's just going crazy right now. And, uh, it's like, yeah, we went through the Southeast, and, like, some of the shows were cool, some of them weren't, like, some yeah. of them were weirdo shows, but, like, now we learned, like, next time, if we're going to go out that far, fuck it. Just drive to the actual East Coast. Like, what's the difference in, like, driving home 18 hours from Raleigh, North Carolina, versus driving 22 hours from, like, fucking Baltimore or something? You know? Really? Yeah, you know? like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we did. We did from here to Long Island one time. Dude, that's uh, do
1: y'all one shot it like. Uh, we, we we slept for a little bit at Cracker Barrel, dude. Uh, parking lot. We slept in like three Walmart parking lots on this last tour. Yeah, dude. My fucking back, dude. After, that, after yeah, we had that first kid, dude, the back just up. But it's, it, <laughs> it,
0: it, it's true though. It, it gets harder to fucking yeah, sleep. To you know what?
2: You know what though. And and I'll tell you what, man. I will gladly because I don't camp as often as I should. I have a really awesome solo inflatable. Here, oh, dude! For camping, dude, that is the tour, dude. It's like this big. Yeah, yeah. I don't talk about. Yeah, that's the move. Hey, you <laughs> can <could,
1: laughs> you, you could you could borrow it for sure because I don't I've ever go camping. I appreciate you, but but I mean, you need a place to fucking sleep with it though. Like, no, yeah, dude.
0: that's like uh wherever
2: okay, you're at. Just, <laughs> just like putting you're in a barber chair. Just,
1: <laughs> just, <that's laughs> oh, sure. Right. Wow. Yeah, you you come. It makes you plan everything out to a t and Well, like, you know, and, and maybe that sucks. Like, some of the fun out of it like when you were like younger and you're like living by the gun and yeah. fucking you know doing whatever but i mean it lets me spend more time with Des and more time with heather and like lets me not fucking live paycheck to paycheck and well, all well, good things you well, know. And all, all the things that you're saying i mean those are all like
2: virtue that's all like building virtue those are things that don't happen by chance totally but work for virtue totally. right it's like they are things to aspire to it's a fucking like you said planned life like, like you you have different different aspects of your life different dynamic similar to the music right like there's so much there's room for so much more in that you know like edification as a father you're not going to get that from singing straight totally, right 100 you know? or of being of being like a just a stand-up supportive
1: husband yeah you know what? i mean the, that doesn't just happen you know you work on it do exactly. it exactly it is it is the work that you like like that that like I, I i mean it, it's that you're i'm reaping the benefits of like not choosing music over other stuff and like you said dude like it felt like it's virtuous work like you're like you can't get that shit from music you can't get that shit from whatever
2: and like well, well and you and you get something from music What what's so cool about it is like think about it like like it's easy to just kind of take for granted. Like life is my life is what it is. Yeah. But dude, it's like our lives are very different than a lot of people. A lot of people never had room for expanding artistically for making like watching, working hard on a project, watching it come to fruition and then supporting it. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't know what that's like, but uh, much less. And then do that while you have a, a successful career and a successful marriage and being a good father yeah i mean that's like running the gambit. that's like renaissance man shit and it's it's kind of like it takes a lot of work and guess what if it was easy everybody would talk into it and everybody would reap the benefits of it but it's not so it's only for guys like us that is true that is true special boys front men (laughs) yeah Yeah. for real right (laughs) for real i need a lot of tlc those guys
0: well, and and we did the, the episode about this, but truly shout out to our partners. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 100%. It
1: ain't easy. And, but they get it, you know, like, I know Aaron's been around, like, music for so long. Obviously, Heather's been around music for so long. Plus. Shout out Heather Brew. Yeah. I mean, Shout out Aaron. Shout out mine. Shout uh, out mine. And mine's the
2: same way, you know, like just being around, going to shows, right? Like being a part of a music totally. scene. Like they, they get it.
1: They understand, like that it,
2: why it's important. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Like how it's important.
1: And you know, me and Heather have talked multiple times, and she'd be like, "I would never ask you to quit doing that." Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like I know it's a part of you and who you are. Yeah. And like, um, and it's one of those things that, like you said, like you know, if it was easy, everybody would do it, but it's like. I I know to put Desmond in her first, That's like right, 100 sure. And you know, are are there times where like I've probably like uh, missed the mark of that and chasing the dragon of strange joy for sure? Well, dude, like, I, I know. Well, I you
2: know, and and like when you think about something like this, okay, like th- this gets a lot deeper. Like just real quick, no deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> but getting getting, I'm getting on the, the pod, dude, get, getting real, getting real, getting real deep, real quick. Um that's like a lot of like, uh, so there's been a lot of talk about manhood or that I've heard. And I read this book. There's this book called Iron John, right? And it's talking about like kind of like from a Jungian perspective of like poetic approach to interpreting this, this allegorical poem. Yeah, about manhood, and people talk about manhood. Oh, manhood's losing itself in society, American society. American society really needs an injection of manhood, and dude, it's so grossly misinterpreted as just being like this masculinity, yeah, testosterone. And it's like, no, it really does, it really does need this injection of people who care about their kids, totally, and uh, you know, pay their child support, and you know, like be around the house and take, take an interest in their, in their family life, you know? And, and I I think that that's, that's totally true. And that that's what, you know, well, I think I think it's because it, it's not. It, what, what I'm getting at is it's not easy. It takes commitment. Totally, it takes commitment okay. for people and people. It's definitely hard. And you're not always going to do. Way out. It. Yeah, and you're and you're not always going to be good at it. That's what really sucks. It's like you are going to miss shit. Totally, there are, <laughs> yeah. and, and like and that's the kind of stuff that like if you're having a hard time sleeping that you that you think about like I, c- I could have done that instead of going to that show. I well, could have been there instead of doing this. You know what I mean? Well, I think yeah. that the hard pill
0: for my for me to swallow and for my caveman brain to understand is like the biggest most impactful most important thing i can do is just fucking be at the house yep just straight up be there just your
2: presence no and
0: and it's not just like like okay i gotta be doing something i i get value in doing something no i i need to just be there be a part of conversations with the kids like hang like active listening active straight up active all these things that like define a family situation and, and, and guide a family situation is, is that's for me personally. um, What I don't want to admit is like the hardest work that I reap the most benefits out of that. I enjoy the most. I just. Getting to that point has always been like a struggle, you know? And then I get there and I'm like, Oh, okay. This is, this is what it's all about.
2: You know? Well, it's weird because it's not a fine thing. It's like, it's like kind of like chasing, uh, like, like, uh, oh, like meditation. Like what's the point of meditation and being here and being present in the moment like yeah. Buddhist, like what's the point of a Buddhist tea ceremony? It's not really about the tea. It's about intention intention yeah. in each action and being present for each moment. And that being enough. Yeah. It's enough. This is the meaning. This is all there is. I've been yeah, meditating right
1: every day for like the past two and a half months oh fuck yeah and uh yeah totally it's something that has drastically improved so many areas of my life but yeah dude it's it's all about fucking intention and being there and like slowing down in the midst of all this stuff but i think too it's like you're saying like how the real reward is like being engaged in the family and like actively listening and like playing with like Shepherd and Chase, or like, urge being a good husband, being there with Aaron, being yeah. engaging, like all that stuff, and it's like so hard. Like, by virtue, like hardcore or music in general, it's like designed to take you away from that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, hundred Like, you have to play shows out of town or what? Like, I get like, or I guess you don't have to, but like, you want to because like that's the thing that you've done for forever. Like any band, you know, has gotten gone. They've gotten in the van you know no for it, sure it's yeah. such a weird like cl- like trying to try to like trying to stick two fucking magnets together you know for dude. Sure. they're just yeah. gonna fucking separate man i it's it's a trip dude it's a trip
2: absolutely
1: yeah and just being able
2: to it you know and it kind of it takes cur- or not really courage but it takes like a like a real man to be able to engage it on your own terms to so be like, no, no, no. I, like, I understand what like you think I maybe should do or whatever. Yeah, you know, I should participate or whatever. But you know, fuck you. I know what the fuck I need to do. Man, I I started revisiting the uh,
0: the Dead Prez album, the one that has hip hop on it. It's it's such a good album, and it just reminded me that it covers all bases. So they have this one song. It's got a little skit at the beginning where this dude, like a guy, calls him up. He's like, "Yo, you're gonna be at such and such later on. Let's hang out." And he's like no, I'm going to, I'm going to lean back and, and, and hang out at the house. I got stuff to do around the house. And the song's called discipline and just how, like, just a simple act of just being like, being, being able to, to do that. Yeah. Being able to say no and, yep. and holding your ground, just being like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to be with family tonight. Oh, well, what are y'all doing? Well, we are just be, you know, we're just, I'm just going to be with them. We're going to be present together. Yep. It's so important. Um, which brings me to, like, I, I don't want to hold any of us up further, um, and I, I pray to God that the, the footage comes out good, because I feel like this has been really good.
2: Yeah. But uh, do you have any anything to close on? I, d- I just want to uh, give John on the floor. Uh, I'm excited for the vinyl. Because uh, I'm a nerd and I love records. No, I'm excited for the vinyl
0: too. I I, I buy tapes because people put them out, but the I, I want you.
2: Yeah, I want the
0: record, man.
1: Yeah, same. I'm super stoked, man. Just thank y'all for having me. This is cool. Uh, shout out Corruption Records, Sunday Drive Records, Derek, both of y'all for everything. Uh, hopefully, this comes out great. And if not, I know we'll do it again and it'll be just as good. So oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll bet we'll make. Them.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Good times. <laughs>